well, since today, when this podcast goes live, it will should be War and Peace. It's a big show we do. I thought I'd start with a nice patriotic intro today. As the wife's not in the room, I can get away with it. This could be the intro we're allowed. Here we go. This podcast is so great. We like people tuning in. There's so much content from jokes and friend of the week. We have rants and rambles. Adam. Talk about Adam. tea and cake. Adam, is that, is hmm? that Land of Hope and Glory? It's just doing an intro. You're using Land of Hope and Glory as an intro to our podcast. It's my That's free, so disrespectful. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm, I'm so sorry. She says using that song as a burlesque act. Yeah, you do, don't you, you yeah. cheeky monkey? Hey. Hello. Hello, we're here. You're listening to Tea for Two with Adam. And Leanne. If you're first time listener, thank you for joining us. If okay. you're second time listener, thank you again. And that third time, I won't go through them all, but no. thanks for listening. There you go. This is episode 13. <gasps> unlucky for some. It is unlucky today, isn't it? A little bit for us. Because today would mark the start, if this, when this goes out on the Tuesday, would mark the first day of our wonderful show we love doing, Done it for 20 years, War and Peace. I haven't done it for 20 years. No, you're not. That would enough. be really inappropriate, wouldn't it? Well, if you did burlesque back then, yes, it would. Uh, yeah, but just, uh, for me, it's the 20th year. Uh, yeah, so this would, when this goes live on the Tuesday, probably in the evening, because we'll probably have a lay-in and stuff, um, it will, uh, yeah, it will be the day that the show starts. But it doesn't. No, because it's been cancelled due to all coronavirus. of Coronavirus. 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 Been cancelled, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so... A little bit of a... A needle-pulling thread. I will punch you. Um, <laughs> so he does that every time I say so. A needle-pulling yep. thread. Um, so last week, yeah. uh, we... Oh, we've been doing a back... So if it's your first time listening, you'll have to listen back to another show, which you can do. They're all online and free. Um, <laughs> so do you remember uh, the whole... Uh, Aretha, oh, yeah. Aretha, oh. Aretha Franklin, Aretha Franklin. Wow, first-time listeners are getting a great intro yep. to us, aren't they? Talking about... So I did a little Google. Up the old parts. Yeah, because we did we did think that Urethra Franklin would be an amazing drag act name. And you did leave them one in and go in. You wait, made them yep. wait last week saying, I'll oh, find out if it's yep. one. So have I Googled you, have you found it. Out? I Googled it. This is news for me too. You haven't told me about this. No. Nope. Is, is there one? Is there not? Urethra Franklin. Yes. Is a metal band. <laughs> There's a metal band called Urethra Franklin. Can we get them on? Um, I don't know. They uh, they're from Leicester, as in Leicester here. Oh. They're British. Um, yeah, thrash power metal. Thrash um, power metal. And they're yeah. called Urethra, Urethra Franklin. Franklin. Um, they're... If they're listening, if you're listening, because they're probably not as thrashy and metally off, off air. They're probably sitting there remembering a cup of tea, listening to a podcast. Hopefully this one. Like uh, like when I met Cradle of Filth. Yeah. Is that, well, you just meet them. Come on, let's not tone it down. You're well, in. in a cradle of she's in a cradle, music video. She's in a Cradle of Filth music video, uh, singing a little heart out. Yeah. Um, as the iconic, um, who are you? Joan of Arc. Joan of Arc. She's she's playing Joan of Arc in their music video. In fact, I think she's a little bigger fact, than iconic. In fact, I think we should whack in a little. Can we do it? Let's whack a no. little link. Yeah, we're doing it. No. There will be a link. I promise you, ladies and germs. No, there will be a link to your you in the music video with Cradle of Filth. It's brilliant. Okay. That's yeah, they were they were lovely blokes. Yeah, like exactly. you know, it's all like this. I would eat you. Uh, give me your soul. <laughs> and then off, probably they're like, anyway, darling. Yeah, they were. Tea, they were lovely. Slice of cake. Lovely. Yeah, anyway, so, so there you go. So anyway, Urethra Franklin, mm -hmm. the thrash metal band, not the drag um, artists we've made up. Yeah, um, they had um, an album called Urine Nation. Nice. Yeah. Can we put a link to that as well then? Well, That's... we can do, but I don't know why we're giving them, you Air, know, airtime, some uh, publicity. Well, you never know. Don't know. I were... mean, this was from 2016. They might not even be going. Put now. out the good vibes, and good vibes come back to you. What they might do a little, uh, a little shout out to us if they're still going. Bugsy Malone syndrome is what I call it. You give a little love, and it all comes back to you. Na 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 na. 
You're going to be remembered for the things that you say and do. Probably, hopefully, not all the things I've said and done in this podcast. It's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of sh- <laughs> shambles. Yeah, I think you said the word to give us an E rating then. So, how's your week been? Oh, yeah, it's been all right. Um, highlights of the week? Come on. We both had the same highlight this week. <laughs> spill the beans. Or in this case, spill the burger. Oh, I made the best burgers in the world the other day. Yum-tastic. Um, so I am, I'm cheap and I do love a good old yellow sticker, um, <laughs> especially for, uh, for bread products. So while shopping in Sainsbury's last week, I saw some, uh, vegan burger buns that were brioche style, um, in the yellow sticker section. So I bought two packets, whacked them in the freezer. Um, so we fancied burgers. So I got some of them out, defrosted them all nice. Um, I think they're made by something like the Something Bread Company. I yeah. Think they're called the, the Good Bread Company or anyway, something like that. Vegan, vegan burger buns and Sainsbury's. Um, and I had never had a cheeseburger. Never in my life. I mean, I've always loved your vegan buns, to be fair, love. <laughs> um, because I never used to like cheese. Um, and to be fair, I'm still not really a fan of cheese, but I've mentioned it before, Applewood vegan cheese is amazing. Um, Available in? Everywhere now. It used to only be Asda, but you can get them in uh, Tesco's and Sainsbury's Fantastic. now as well. Fantastic. Uh, we've yeah. done three shout-outs there, so Tesco's, Asda and Sainsbury's. Anyway. Get in touch. So, I also had some of this. What? Isn't bacon. What? This. What? The brand is called This. That's funny though, isn't it? Yeah. No, not really. Uh, I should. I think we should bring out a, a rival brand of vegan food called that, and then later on bring out one called the other. So then we can have this, that, and the other. Anyway, um, so I decided to make some bacon cheeseburgers, and they were divine. They were so good that we actually had it two nights in a row. Fatty bum bum, daddy dumpling. <laughs> um, can I also say because and this is like a distant, a very distant memory because we haven't eaten meat for many years. Um, but it's a distant memory. The burger, the, the combination you did, which was those buns. Um, the burgers were the ultimate plant burgers from Sainsbury's. From Sainsbury's. Uh, this bacon, two types of cheese. I had you only had the one cheese, didn't you? But I had the two yeah, types. Yeah, because you had cheese. the other stinky cheese. I had the dahlia. Daya, Daya. Daya cheese and um, the Applewood, Applewood mixed together. Leon, which is, oh, can't rate that company enough at the moment. Leon do some wonderful vegan sauces. And this was the... Which le- is bizarre because the, the actual restaurants aren't... I mean, we've only been to one before, but we didn't. We weren't a fan. We like no. those little... Uh, they do little like waffle fries. Basically, they? their sauces are good, but that's it at yeah. the moment. <laughs> but anyway, they, the burger sauce is Leon and then obviously some standard good old Heinz ketchupos. Um, catch your post. Um, if you're listening in America, we have a few listeners. Cats up. Hmm? It's American version of it, I think. Cats. They don't actually. Tomato cats up. They don't. They don't say cats up. Okay, they do if the cats. Are anyway, up. so um, that distant p- memory. That combination exactly there. Yeah. We had double cheese with it. Really, really brought back the taste of uh, the Burger King bacon double cheeseburger. It honestly is spot on. Spot on for it. So well done, you. Thank you very much. All the taste, no suffering. Although you suffered a bit because I was, I was going, come on, when's the food ready? And, and also, that. I had to put burger sauce on the. Ooh. She doesn't like touching sauce. Oh, no. Um, but also, a, oh no, go on. No, but what a highlight of the week for us. Yeah, I, I was going to say, um, I do feel like I've been in a bit of a um, a backwards lockdown mood this week. Actually, the past couple of weeks. Because mm-hmm. you remember at the beginning of lockdown, everybody was like, oh, making banana bread and yeah, doing lots yeah, yeah. of baking. At the beginning of lockdown, I was like, eh, it's just normal. And now I'm doing a lot of baking and making a lot of banana well, bread. Well, you've been baking every time we have an uh, afternoon tea. But yes, been you've, been doing the extra, you've been making the extra bread. Banana bread. Banana bread. And I, uh, I've been on a banana bread uh, vibe. Yeah. I Trying to keep it healthy though, didn't you? Took out the sugar, wasn't as good this time. Yeah, so gross. I uh, had to put syrup on that. And that's probably why I'm growing to the size of the house. And uh, eventually they'll remove me with some sort of forklift like they do to the Americans. I don't think they actually... Not do. all the Americans. Also, you Not all of you. you Not all of you. You couldn't get a forklift to our house. So we live up some stairs, don't we? Some steps. Then have to just slim me down to get me down. That's a good idea, isn't it? There we go then. I'm not that fat. You're not fat at all. I'm not fat at all. Thank you. Love you. Ray!
Well, our friend of the week this week is the wonderful music mogul and best stage manager you can ask for, Mr. Chris White. Hello, sir. Hi, Chris. Hi, how are you doing? Hello. We're, We're doing good. good. We're how, doing, are how are you? How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good, good, good. Living, living your best lockdown-ish life, are you? Living, living the life in sunny Bedfordshire. Nice. Oh, very nice. Well, it's not too far from your mum and, and dad anyway, is it? Yeah. Um, before we get into chatting with you, uh, we need to just make people know uh, that we had your wife, Charlie White, as our first ever guest on the podcast back All when we started. All those weeks All ago. those weeks ago. So if anyone wants to put the pieces together, uh, yeah, this this is the husband. Yeah, this is the bloke she was complaining about. This is the bloke she, she wasn't. He knows he listens in, which yeah. is good. So, Cake driver extraordinaire, that's what they call me. That's exactly, you are. You do, you you know, the behind the scenes, the work that goes on uh, behind the scenes, people never know. They just go, oh, isn't this a lovely cake? Tasty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Charlie. Because I built so many Airfix kids as a kid, I can airbrush cakes so I do all the airbrushing of the cakes. See, people don't know about this. No, she doesn't. Yes, because give you also because we know you, there's like sometimes when you arrive, you need to do some final like touches up and you know read things. So I know because I've seen you at a wedding before, sort of at, your wedding. The at our wedding as well, both before like adding the little extra bits and bobs before it starts. And yes, you did. And he, and Chris does get involved. Yeah. Right. Well, I think we need to delete some of uh, Charlie's comments. As, uh, <laughs> we should have just had Chris on, although he can't. He, can you make a cake? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, okay. That's not going to work. I did see that you uh, you baked your first banana bread during lockdown, didn't you? Uh, well, I stirred the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I weighed the stuff out and then then uh, Charlie put it in the oven. So I, I guess I'm sort of half responsible for it. You did all the important no, things. No, I think that means he's just still a sous chef. I think that's all <laughs> <Yeah>. he means. <laughs> did you get yeah. the honour of licking the spoon? Uh, no. Care ah. Careful, please, because we try to keep this show non-explicit. You can say licking the spoon. Okay, can I just check with my producer? Can we say licking the spoon? You can say licking the spoon. Okay, we can say licking the spoon. <laughs> licking the spoon. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so actually, we are recording you on the day that this podcast goes out. We, we don't normally do that, do we? We don't. We normally do it slightly ahead of time. Um, but Adam thought it would be more poignant, and word. he keeps saying the word poignant, um, that we interviewed you today because today would, of course, be the first day of War and Peace, um, and we all would have been together in our wonderful victory marquee um, if it wasn't for this blinking coronavirus. Um, so, yeah. yeah, so we are recording you today live-ish <laughs> yeah live-ish it'll go out probably about half an hour after we've recorded you yeah um so this is the only you're the first person we've done this with so no mistakes no cock-ups oh i've said cock-ups can we say cock-ups <laughs> i've said it now that's a cock-up technically basically we've got no time to do any editing because <laughs> we can't but, the, but then we can't really edit anyway yeah so chris stage manager yes. extraordinaire we like to call you um, you are, uh, we met you back in, officially, I think we saw you two thousand briefly in 2012 at War and Peace, if I'm not mistaken. I, well, I look back and I think it was, this is, would have been my ninth year. Ah, so that would, So yeah, 2011, 2011 then. Leanne I did, did say, say that. Because Charlie had a. She had a restoration a cake A restoration stand, cake stand, didn't she? In yeah, the marquee. We, we met a guy who uh, worked for the British Legion and he invited us down. <coughs> the sorry, British Legion. He invited us down. And so we had a little stall at the back of yep. the Victory Marquee. And we basically gave veterans cakes for free. That's brilliant. Um, that's, that's, yeah. a, that's a lovely thing to do. Um, and yeah. since then, Charlie's always supplied us. When, when, we, when you were there backstage, she's always sending in some lovely cakes for all of us, well, which is always nice. Ah, oh, cakes are the best. Um, we have to anyway. hide it sometimes. We have to hide it sometimes because uh, some acts like to try and eat all the cake, but we can't mention them on here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they who shall not be named. Um, so, yeah, so uh, officially, though, you shadowed the wonderful Terry Elliott, who we should mention because he's a lovely, lovely man and a legend in the DJ world in the, yes. on the vintage scene. Yeah. Uh, I always refer yes. to Terry as my show dad. Yeah. Uh, he's, yeah. he's took me under my wing uh, many years ago when I first started War and Peace, 20 years ago. Um, <sighs> and uh, you shadowed because he was getting towards the time when he was going to start to... He'd wipe. had enough of he'd, you, Adam. He'd had enough of No, he was he was 
he needed for many reasons he needed to do less work and that's when you started shadowing him uh in 2013 i do believe 2013 yeah yes i mean the, for the year after we did the cakes we we came back and we got the vintage bug and we sort of bought uniforms and stuff and and i went up to him and said i'd love to work with you and he put a broom in my hand <laughs> and said there you go sweep up <laughs> that is classic and i was just joking but he wasn't so i did sweep up yeah and then I met you, and I met Leanne, and I met everybody else, and then um, went back the following year and started, and then and he started like giving me little jobs to do. Yeah. And we had that other, we had a thing cropped up on my timeline the other day, the jazz bar. Yes. Do you remember that? that so that was that when was... it moved to Folkestone. Folkestone. That was Folkestone. Right. From the hot farm so to it Folkestone. moved to Folkestone, and then and then he gave me the jazz bar to do, and everybody hated doing, doing the jazz bar, didn't they? <laughs> it was just like a sort of um, a working man's club strip light yeah. sort of horrible kind yeah. of bar. It, yeah, it was a far uh, cry from the main stage. We tried burlesque in there, didn't we? And all the tank drivers were going, get them off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they it didn't mean didn't they, yeah. they didn't mean get them off as in get them off stage. I think they they no. meant they, they meant get them. In fact, somebody shouted that at me when I was in there and I wasn't <laughs> even doing burlesque. Yeah. I, yeah. I know exactly what you mean because I it had, was rough. Yeah, it was it was I had I don't the, mind a rough audience. I had though. the pleasure. I had the pleasure of um I think one or two of the days I was in you got me in there sort of hosting the acts that were on. Comparing, I it. did. I and, gave uh, you the job of hosting. Yeah, yeah, you hated me for it. I did cut, anyway. Yeah, I did, I, I'm not going to lie. I did hate you for it. Um, yeah, because it, yeah, it was eventful. It was. It was. It was a tough gig. It was a tough gig. You're all right, but yeah. it built. It, I want to say it builds character because I'm being nice. <laughs> um, but um, it, it started you off, and then from then on, you took over the full, the full big stage, which is now officially the victory marquee mm. indeed terry retired and i and i took over running that so i i compare uh, not compare i book <laughs> i semi-book the acts and i i do all this, uh, the running orders and make sure nobody's late and make sure everybody's in the right yes place at adam right <laughs> make sure nobody's late i am probably the worst for you aren't i chris i probably make your blood you are blood a boil. Bit of a nightmare you're a bit of a nightmare, but in fairness, you always turn up. Oh yeah, I've never, I never, and even when I'm not well, I've been there on occasions when yeah. I've literally had no voice from because I've covered for other acts that couldn't be there. Um, again, we can't mention. Um, <laughs> I, I thank, thank you, Chris, for admitting that. I do always try to you deliver. Always turn up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thank you. And you always make me laugh. Ah, which is good. very important. That's thank you. In fact, I look back at an old. Yeah, there was an old, I think an old comment when you get these time hops and you and Taz had both said, it was a really old one, about eight, six or eight years ago. And yeah, you both put that. It's really nice. You both put, this guy always makes us laugh, which is always yeah. good. He's always good. Because I like to say... It's just because you've got a funny face. Yeah, I've got a funny, well, you know, looks will fade, but at least I might always be funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, stage managing. Um, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of, in your blood in a way um sort of that kind of thing dealing with acts on that because you have a i say a dark past in the fact that um, it was black it was black as in it you, was gothic you were very you were to look at chris now people you don't know him you would he is, looks very straight laced and especially when he's in he looks, he's, he's he looks a very dapper chap yeah he looks immaculate in his um RAF. raf uniform you always look great in that and you have some wonderful outfits uh, uh, and all correct and spot on but yeah to look at you people would not know you have a dark past you were the goth of all goths weren't you back in the day chris i was a 100 80s goth <laughs> fantastic yes but not only that you had an amazing job working with the cure i did yeah um i ran their fan club for 12 years Blimey. Blimey. Which, which meant I was able to go around the world with the band if I wanted to, to go to as many concerts as I wanted to. And I, I learned how to understand the artist, that, as it were. That, is, that must be some amazing memories to, yeah, to, for is. a band of such, you know, a huge band. It's not just, you know, it's, it's not like hanging out with me. This is the cure. It's not, it's, you know, it's it's... It's a legendary band. Um, so 
yeah, and you got to you got to obviously hang out with the guys, and you you, you knew the guys a bit more than other people. What were they like? What were they What were they like off off? You know, away off from stage. away from their persona on stage. Were they nice guys? Are they nice guys? They were, yeah. They've all got families. They're all nice guys. They don't really well. They're all in their sixties now, so obviously they've they've been through it and done this and done that. Now they all they want to do is play a gig and have a cup of tea. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they like me yeah, then. it was good fun. <laughs> good fun. That's fantastic. Yeah. And I, I got to know a lot of fans, and I still am friends with a lot of fans throughout the whole of the world, and we chat regularly on, on various forums. Um, so, yeah, friends for life. That is that is really cool. And you, But you are obviously now uh, work and other commitments. You don't you don't deal with the fan club yourself anymore, I'm assuming. I don't know. It's no. all on the internet now. It's all on the internet. It's like, <laughs> yeah, people okay. don't want to read it all magazines anymore and people just go on the internet for news don't they exactly times have changed they have um now uh, we like to say you're 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 still in the music industry as well as well as your stage managing uh here there and everywhere um you music is a big part of your life and performance as well um Although we can never get you to to uh, we can never get Chris, can we? To no, we can't even get you up on stage. I'm amazed you wanted to do the podcast when we asked you because you <laughs> maybe it's because no one sees you, but you you're, it's hard to get this man to come up and say anything on stage, isn't it? Yeah, even when we just want to get you up there, even, just so yeah, that everyone can say thank you at the end of a show. Chris is like, no, no, I'm all right. Or he'll be like, oh, where is he? And oh, he's over there doing something. Yeah, because that's the time he knows that we were going to ask him to come up and take a bow or or to sing along with a, a chorus of something we'll meet again yeah it's just yeah you well they to see you not me yeah I mean, ah you, the, uh, that's a line you've said person. many times I'm, you know, that's a I'm line the personality well you oh whatever yes you have but without you yeah without there you it wouldn't be us doing the things we do because you keep it all in check and you also in integrated a wonderful thing and you've kept a really good thing going uh is a thing that we do a war and peace which should be at loads of events i think it should be at every vintage event is when we go around now, you get the acts to go around on the Jeep with the dancers uh, and pull up everywhere and just do in, in sort of an improvised kind of a, like a singing and dancing out in the crowds. You kind of got that whole thing it's together. It's Victory Marquee on the road. Yeah, it's Victory Marquee <laughs> on the road. And it is amazing. Yeah. And that's one of it's my... It's an amazing... Yeah. It's an amazing, unique show, isn't it? Because, yeah. uh, you know, we've all done loads of these uh, these military and vintage shows. You know, you work at a load of them. And it, it's very rare that... Uh, um, we have um, entertainment that runs from what eleven o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. till twelve o'clock at night, non-stop. Yeah, exactly. On the dot. And then we've, on the dot, we've got the are. jeep going out, taking out, you know, on on in the field with the singers, and you know, I don't think there's anybody else doing any of that. And um, you know, that's what's an important part of the show. You know, we're a little sort of a little a little jewel in the in the, in the middle of it all aren't we with all the reenactors going on and the, oh, uh, the yeah. tanks and everything and we're we're right in the middle of it we're like a family uh, entertaining everyone like a family yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we're, we're one area of uh, cleanliness where you're not going to get too much mud on you. <laughs> we do try to, yeah. There has been many... Oh, well, I've still got my broom, so I have to sweep <laughs> yeah. obviously. Terry left him with the broom. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. the thing. Uh, Chris does... I know we're backtracking a bit. When Chris stage manages, he stage manages. He is there from when it opens to when it closes. Yeah. Every single bloody day. Um, yeah. Without fail. Uh, and then you have to without so much of a lunch break sometimes. without so much of a lunch break because we, we, we fought because chris is also vegan and, and uh, charlie like us and we often have to force feed you some of our from our food because you haven't stopped to eat and we're like you have to eat you're going to pass out you've been in the sun all day you know and, i'm always good for snacks yeah and leanne's always good for yeah. snacks. um but yeah chris will be there when the day event ends he will then be there moving tables chairs resetting up so that we can have an evening show for everyone to come back to i mean that is dedication um and above I think, and beyond above and beyond and i know that's that's how you are as a person but uh, a big contributor of that is terry was the other the only other person like you as stage manager is terry elliott and i do believe a lot of that is from you know from you shadowing with terry as well um so we, but one year one year i went for dinner and i got shouted at <laughs> for not being in the marquee so i never did it again <laughs> I did. There Where you were you? Where were you? I was having dinner. That's not good enough. You were supposed to be in here. Something happened. So I got told off. So I, I don't get... So now I just stay where... Stay put. So, yeah. 
sleep under a table or something. You know? Well, you, you do camp outside. Uh, uh, many a times you've camped outside a little tent in all weathers. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. And we get to go home because it's around the corner from our house. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've bought a big tent now, so it's a little bit more comfortable. Oh, there you go. Deluxe. Um, it, sounds, deluxe model. it sounds quite mean that we're, we're making you still... Um, you know, stay in a tent if we're just around the corner. We, but, but we don't but, have any room. But we do have a tiny yeah, house. Yeah, we have a tiny yeah. house. Um, yeah. You'd have to share a sofa with the dog. Also, um, if you stayed with us during One Piece, you're guaranteed to be uh, late. late. So, or or exactly. only just on time. Um, so, so anyway, where we, was were, I? we were talking about his uh, his fabulous career in the music industry. Yeah, thank you. That's what she's here for. Um, she's not just a pretty face. Um, neither am I. Uh, yeah, uh, you're still in the music industry uh, within the buying sector. Can you give us a brief? Because basically we say your job to us is like, we bought, if like Chandler, your friend, Chandler. what's the name they call Chandler? Transponster. A transponster, when they're trying to describe what he does. What do you do? <laughs> what do you do? What do I do? Well, <laughs> what do I do? So uh, I've been doing this job now since about 1986. Blimey, I you're think. not you're old enough. <laughs> Uh, um, so I started working for Richard Branson and he came into the office one day and said, we've got this thing called a compact disc. We want you to look after them. So we built a cage in the warehouse and gave me a little bit of tape and said, every time somebody wants a compact disc at Virgin Megastore, they're going to ring up and you're going to put this little bit of tape on it and then ship it to them. You're kidding. You, so yeah. you, you, you met the man himself. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Carry on. Sorry, carry on. And so after that, I started doing the buying for Virgin and uh, got to go to places like Virgin Megastore in San Francisco and various places. And then he sold the whole lot to buy aeroplanes and made us all redundant on a Monday morning. Oh, my goodness. It was lovely. All 150 (laughs) members of staff were were, um, redundant straight away. So I got headhunted by an American company, and I'm still with them to this day, and I'm buying music off of British record companies and sending them all to the USA. That's brilliant. So That's they're, they're going on Amazon, and they're going on in, in the shops. So any any bands. This week I'm working with Rick Wakeman. Oh, yes. The, uh, the, prog, the prog genius, Rick yeah. Wakeman, to supply his new album, which comes out in a few weeks, into the US. So I'm doing things like that. So it's quite exciting. That's actually really, especially as you've got such a big love of music, that's the perfect, I guess that's kind of, it's nice when people are in their, you know, the job they love. Yeah, the only downside is working from home is you don't see the product anymore. When I was a virgin on a Monday morning, you walk into the warehouse and it'd be full of boxes and you could go through them and find the records and look at them and pick them up and play them. But now I work from home, I don't see anything. Nothing at all. But on the plus side, during during a pandemic, yeah, you can still you work. can still work from home. I've worked, yeah, constantly throughout. In fact, it's been more busy because everybody's at home. And they're buying, yeah, buying online. Yeah, of course. So we're we're shipping tons and tons of stock and puzzles. Everybody's gone crazy for puzzles. Oh yeah, yeah. Has so it, um, we've music we've done music own, related puzzles. Music, yeah. So we've done like a Nirvana sleeve or an Iron Maiden or a Metallica, ah. and uh, people are buying those like crazy. So that's, that's quite good fun to do. You like a good puzzle, don't you, Adam? I do like a good puzzle, to be fair. <laughs> puzzle, uh-huh, puzzle, puzzle and Lego. I do like a good puzzle and a bit of Lego, don't I'd I? say Lego yeah, is we, a puzzle. Yeah. We, we, tried to do, we tried to get Lego on board to, uh, to work with them, and we went to a toy fair one year, and they're in the middle of a toy fair, and they're, like, in charge of the whole thing, and yeah. it's impossible to get in unless you've got an appointment. Oh. So we gave up on Lego. They're very, very strict. <laughs> you had to let yeah. go of them. Oh dear! Oh, thank oh dear! Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we can put a, put a tumbleweed sound effect just there. Um, yeah, that's brilliant. But what? What? I honestly didn't. All these years we've known you, um, I didn't know. That's quite. Quite. I knew. A I knew. I knew a bit about what you did, but not that yeah. much. It's really interesting. Just a little yeah. bit more exciting than than a transponder, actually. There's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's way more exciting than Chandler's job in Friends. Um, <laughs> Richard Branson was very clever because he actually gave money to record companies to say to make CDs because nobody could afford to do it. So he said, "Well, if I give you uh, all this money and then you make the CDs, I'll sell them in my record store." But he was very clever. That's yeah, he is a clever man. To be fair, yeah, that's a really yeah. good thing too. And you, I know you said you're upset that you're made redundant um, uh, at that time. 
Uh, but don't forget, when you were handed that thing and said, this is a CD, this is a compact disc, and you took that job on, you do know all those people that did tapes, you put them out of business, mate. It's like, it's what uh, was it? It's like what um, video did to Betamax and then I DVD mean, did to... I thought you were going to say video killed the radio star. No, video didn't kill the... I don't think video did kill the radio star, personally. I think still, <laughs> radio is still good. Um, I've got to say that. We do a podcast. It's technically radio. <laughs> so we've got to say that. Um, now, another little thing you've taken on, uh, because of your love of performance and things, um, you've been putting on shows uh, in Bedford, uh, cabaret shows. Uh, you co-produce uh, Extravaganza. Extravaganza. Extravaganza, which um, Leanne has been part of one. Yeah. Uh, um, yes. I also did close up magic in the uh, mixing and mingling for you. Ah, no one remembers that. <laughs> no one remembers that. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, next to Leanne getting her boobs out and then DJing with her boobs out because she yep. carried on DJing with her boobs out. I mean, let's be fair. I think that was magic is second second fiddle to that. I think that was at the request of uh, Chris, actually. I think it was. <laughs> I think it's a request of most people. Um, but yeah, um, it I was. I'm a big fan. It is. <laughs> It, and it is an amazing event. Now, obviously, you know, with the whole um, coronavirus thing, it's taken out um, lots of, you know, live performances. And we've all been trying to get, um, you know, like rallying behind all of these um, uh, venues and stuff because obviously a lot of them are closing and whatnot. And you have been um, a part of um, trying to fight for some uh, venues in Bedford to um, to keep them alive, haven't you? We have, yeah. We um, the venue we use called it's called Esquires, um, holds about three hundred people on the main the main area, and then there's a bar and a smaller club. We raise fifty thousand pounds. <gasps> me. that's incredible. Yeah, that's amazing. But that's just a little small venue in in a town, which is incredible. And I looked at other people's crowdfunding, and I didn't get anywhere near that, not, not at all. That is um, amazing. But he's been very clever because we've got a. Uh, We've got a slogan up here. It's called Bedford Isn't Shit. Yeah. <laughs> so he's made T-shirts. He's made face I've masks. I've seen Charlie wearing her, um, her T-shirt. I love it's it. Like T-shirts, face masks, tote bags, badges, all sorts of things. So, yeah, I've got a face mask coming. I, I know I'm using a Mummy, Mummy Apple's face mask at the moment. Thanks for the plug, but, Shilla, uh, yeah. I I'd, always, I'd always have a backup face mask. So yeah. I've got a Bedford Isn't Shit face mask that is coming. Coming in the post tomorrow. What an amazing slogan. We could probably do that yeah. for here, but we could have... No, it is quite shit at times. That's what Al yeah. would say for where we are. <laughs> Al, yeah, Al's would say the opposite. To be fair, yeah, if you go if you go here at this part of the high street on a Thursday, it is pretty shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, stay away from the weird man. That's, that's you. Well, that is me that's when you. I'm busking there. That is me. That's incredible, though. To... That's, that's yeah, a great thing to do. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we put on... Uh, we put on cabaret, drag, and burlesque shows at this venue. We've got the one book for 6th of December, but to be honest with you, it might not happen, don't you think? I mean, it's going well, to get cancelled. We have had big shows, things, not not the private gigs and things, but we've had most weddings, like you say, most of our weddings have been moved yeah. because they're only allowed 30 guests, and you try and get yeah. 30 guests at a wedding. Yeah, you tell... You, you try telling grandma yeah. that she can't go so, just yeah. so she can have a DJ. Oh, yeah. Sorry, grandma. You're not allowed to come to the wedding because we need the DJ. It's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen this year, I don't think. Um, we can be, we're optimistic, but yeah, we've got to be realistic where you still, are. Uh, we're still holding out for some Christmas things. So maybe December might be, it yeah, might be okay. It might be different, but again, people's attitudes at the moment have changed, haven't they? People aren't, yeah. people haven't, aren't going to be spending as much at the moment. Um, and also, People are, I, myself is one of them, as I've talked about in the podcast before, people are scared of, mm. of, of, of the unknown thing that is this virus because yeah. winter is a flu season anyway, and you don't know that that could be when there is another wave of this or another strain of this due mm. to normal winter colds. So, yeah, it, we, it, it's every day as it comes, isn't it, with this kind of industry? It is, every day as it comes, every yeah. And if comes. not, we're just fl- if not, we'll just fly to Spain. <laughs> Don't get us tied on that. That's a rent for another day. I know exactly you feel the same about us about that. <laughs> this week's rant of the week is provided by Chris White. Spain? Why do you want to go on holiday? Yeah. We'll have that. We'll, have, we'll actually probably, that will probably become a rant for me. Yeah. Um, thank you for that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, 
it is a sad um thank you for coming on today it is a sad day for us in the respect for war and peace it is a show that is dear to yours and our heart mm-hmm. um but thankfully you managed to get us all together and we put on a wonderful live stream with the acts in on easter, easter, sunday. easter sunday didn't we, uh, yeah, we did, yeah. and we're going to be doing something similar over this week for War and Peace, thanks to you again. Um, we will have Peggy Rose doing a live stream on Wednesday, uh, I do believe. And uh, the doll sets are going to be doing something on Thursday to mark. So we'd like just to mark that War and Peace isn't going unnoticed. And then me and her here indoors, <laughs> we are going to be doing something on Saturday. And ours is going to be a little bit special. And I think we can do an exclusive here on the podcast, can we? Can we do it? I don't know. Go on, it's not that big. But we're actually <laughs> going to, because we work at the Hot Farm, um, week in, week out, on sort of uh, holidays and school things, we have a little mini theatre thing in there. Love children's theatre. Um, we are going to be able to go into the Hot Farm on the grounds where they do the War and Peace show, Chris. And our live stream, we're going to do it standing out in an empty field, but just so it feels like I am there for my 20th year doing War and Peace. How's that sound? That's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. That's and what we're going to do. No. <laughs> <laughs> the wife's driving, so I, hopefully I won't be. Um, and where we can find the – we'll put a little link yeah. on, on the description of the podcast. Uh, it's all going to be on the um, web the, – the like page on Facebook for so the War and Peace, the War and Peace Victory, Victory Marquee. Marquee. That's where we're going to live stream, aren't we? Brilliant. Yeah, I'll uh, send you the link. Thank you. Thank you. We'll, we'll pop in it all on the uh, on the thing. We'll pop it all in the description, on and the description. everybody can all tune in. They can all tune in and support these wonderful acts who can't work as much as we normally can. And it's a great way to keep a little touch of war and peace going when it's had to be sadly cancelled due to what's going on. That's fantastic. Now another show. We we see each other at lots of shows, uh, in and out of this kind of uh, thing. But one of our favourites where we we see you uh is ramsey 1940 weekend and that's just down the road that's down the road for you isn't it it's the opposite yeah that's the opposite for us when you come you travel all the way down to war and peace and we can go home around the corner it's the opposite ramsey we have to travel miles and miles and you get to pop home straight after ramsey's become a lovely little tradition we try to do and we have a nice curry on the sunday around the corner all of us all of of us some of the some of the reenactors, the and some of the acts, the regulars, and that's a lovely thing we love doing with you guys. Um, but my favourite part of Ramsey is getting Chris up and trying out various stupid tricks on you, and you are always a willing or unwilling volunteer. <laughs> I think, if yeah. it's to my memory, I think I've put a sword through his neck. I've put, I sawn something on him. I put, I put, I know I put your head in a box. My favourite is putting you your cut head, my head off. Yeah, I've cut your head off. Yeah, and I put your head in yeah. a box and stuck a load of uh, balloon swords in your head. Um, yeah. So thanks, Chris, for being my magic guinea pig at Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> always in my uniform as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Exactly. And my favourite, yeah. and Chris is such. He knows aeroplanes inside and out. And the funniest thing is, we went in. They do in in uh, Ramsey. They do this. Uh, what you go into? It's really quite cool. You go into the air raid shelter, don't you, in the bunker, and it does a. It gives you a feel of how it would have been during an air raid. And they have all the sound effects. And there's airplanes going off, and they and the man's doing a talk saying what the airplanes are. And Chris, you nudge. I don't know if you remember this. You nudged me and went, "That's wrong." The plane, the plane, <laughs> the plane that's actually going across in the sound effect is, and he's right. and then Chris told me, it, and then he went, it sounds a bit like this. <laughs> the one that's actually playing is more of a, <laughs> and you did that, and I was like, Chris, what? never watch a war film with me. No. My wife, my wife knows this because I'll sit there going, that's wrong, that didn't happen, that's the wrong plane, that's the wrong tank, he's got the wrong uniform on, that's the wrong hair. <laughs> well normally yeah. normally we have acts if we have an act on that actually sings we normally have them singing at the end of the uh, show when we say goodbye to them um but maybe we should make chris, we should an chris, noise. Maybe we'll chris record a few airplane sounds and put them on the end of the show um i'll do a good stuka do a good stuka. all right stave stave it we'll do it for the okay listeners we're going to pre-record this separately after this interview and we will have that at the end that'll keep them hanging on chris chris <laughs> thank you so so much for being our guest today it's been an absolute delight having you on and thanks for reminiscing with us about the wonderful show war and peace 
Thank you very much. You're, you're amazing. I, I've listened to all your podcasts and I'm a huge fan. Oh, stop, stop it. Stop it, you. Check, the check's in the post, but please don't cash it. We've got no money. <laughs> all right, thank you. Take care, Chris. See you soon. Bye, Thanks mate. Thanks very much. Take care. Bye. Bye. The year is 2020. A global pandemic has struck. The government have issued warnings, 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 warnings. This is the government. Face coverings must be worn on all public transportation. It's the law, 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 law. We advise that you wear them in built-up places like shops. So who do we turn to for good quality masks? You need Mama Apples. Mama Apples masks are triple layered. They are 100% washable and reusable. They come with elasticated or tie straps. They have a flexible wire across the nose and cheekbones to mould to your face and close all gaps. They have a filter pocket should you want extra protection and they can be made in your favourite colour and in lots of fun and exciting patterns. Mama Apples Masks Search for at the Mama Apples on Instagram. Oh, we haven't had that advert of your mum's mask company for a few weeks, have we? What do you mean, my mum's mask? I mean, that professional mask company that we don't know who they affiliated with. Affiliated with? <laughs> it's the 13th of the show. There was boundaries and slip-ups. Yeah. Or upslips, as I would probably say, on the 13th of the show. Slip-oops. Slip-oops. Um, well, it is now compulsory to wear masks in shops, isn't it? It is. Like that very, very... Very per very clever person. You hear in the advert, did you hear? It sounded like a real recording of someone from the government saying that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was me. Mm. Um, <laughs> may I make it clear? I was, my voice as the government in that commercial, I was Labour. I <laughs> 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 just want to make that clear. If anyone's listening in, um, not Conservative. Um, if anything, maybe Green Party. <laughs> Anyway, I don't actually, want to get bogged down with this. It's not rant time. We, we haven't done a rant this week, which is nice for a change. Um, actually, I was going to say, Mama Apples has started to do uh, hair scrunchies as well. Matching hair scrunchies, because let's be fair, I have one, because I have the longer hair now. Yeah. I know it's, you know, it's not a girl's item, as people would say. A lot of people think no. it is. I have a matching Superman and Superman scrunchie mask. Mask yeah. and a scrunchie. Don't you get them the wrong way around, otherwise your mouth would be all like squished up as you put the scrunchie around your face. Oh, hello, this isn't doing very good for the virus. <laughs> you are an idiot. I don't know why I did the actual face, because no one can see that. No. Never mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, she does loads of different things, including those now. So. Well, I put, um, she, she made one, and I was like, oh, I'd like one of them, because I've been wearing my hair in a bun hint, hint, meaning you'll get it free. Yeah. Um... And, oh, does that mean that I have to, you know, hashtag ad? Anyway, I posted it on Instagram. Like, oh, look, you can now get uh, matching scrunchies. And, yeah, quite a few people were like, yes, I'm sold. I'm sold. So there you go. Talking to mums. Yeah. My mother. Your mother. Oh, what's she done now? No, she's wonderful, <laughs> isn't she? She's great. Um, now, <laughs> first time listeners, mums, my mum's brilliant. I don't we talk, think we'll talk have about a few any first time listeners. Um, we 13. might do. The friend of the weeks always bring in someone different, don't they, that might stay or not. You know, they always have a, a few people that we don't know listening to them going, Oh, oh, well, oh, you've had an advert from Holland and Barrett come yep. up. Very professional. Buy one, through. get one half price. There we go. Well, can we just get the half price one, maybe? Contact them, we'll ask. Holland and Barrett, if you're listening, send us some free stuff. Uh, now, <laughs> Booyaka, shout out to Holland and Barrett there, 3P. In fact, they do the thing where you buy something and get something for a penny, don't you? They do that offer. Oh, I love the penny sale. The lovely penny sale. Anyway. Well, anyway. Your mum. Your mum. I'll talk about 90s cusses. 80s, we use it as well, but you won't know then. No. Um, right. Uh, yeah, me mum, you know, she sends us in, uh, like, the list of chopping bits to get her because she's, you know, she's still very, she's at risk. She's high risk for the virus, and she's staying in as much as she should. Um, and, uh, oh, she's staying in, except for the garden. Um, but she sent us little things. She said she wanted to, she likes Magnum. She fancied an ice cream, didn't she? So she well, asked she'd, she'd seen the advert for the new Ruby Magnum. She's drawn um, in by some of the advertising. Yeah. Um, your mum loves the colour pink. Um, yeah. She'd... And this Ruby Magnum is pink. <laughs> so she's like, I'll try one of them. So we did, we got her one, didn't we? Yeah. Um, and you dropped your... Even, dropped... Though, even though we don't buy dairy. No, we don't, but it's mum's paying for yeah. it. So, uh, you know. Uh, so we dropped it off at mum's. 
And then this is the this honestly, remember that week we told everyone if you listen back, there was a text where it sounded like mum had died in the text, told me, didn't she? Oh yeah. Um she died in the garden. She died in the garden. Then she just puts little texts like that, which you like read quite shocking sometimes. But this is brilliant. Okay. This is her reply after eating the Magnum, mother. This is what she said. Hi there. Just to let you know, the Ruby Magnum is there. And she's put like a little throwing up emoji. A little sick emoji. emoji. She said, it's just white chalk covered with pink, horrible, horrible. (laughs) And then she asked how the podcast went. Loads of of hugs and kisses to you both, mum. I do actually think that is how they describe it in the actual Magnum advert. It's a... I think we should get mum to do some adverts. Delicious... Vanilla ice cream covered in pink, horrible, horrible. <laughs> um, no, I do. I think she meant it's just covered in pink, and then I think she was just saying it's horrible, horrible, horrible. Yeah, but, um, it, but sounds, it sounds like it's it pink, reads horrible, like pink horrible. horrible, horrible, and it's so horrible that she had to say horrible twice. <laughs> some things are horrible, but that Magna, we won't get endorsed by them now. But uh, you know, you win some, you lose some. They do a nice vegan one, um, but. Um, <laughs> Just saving it a little bit there. Saving it, saving it a little bit. Um, yeah, horrible, horrible. Thanks, Mum. Thanks, Mums. It's the things we've watched this week on TV and on Netflix and other places. So what have we been watching this week, Adam? Well, it's been uh, a good week. See what I did there? Because no. we've been watching Good Girls. It's a nice link, isn't it? That was awful. It'll do. It'll do. Um, Two Um, series have gone, and we watched them, and it just so happened they also released the third, the new season. Yeah, like a day after we watched watched it. We're like, yeah, rock and roll, and we we binge watched. (laughs) We didn't say rock and roll. Uh, We didn't. We thought it. We probably thought it. Um, And we watched them um, all ninety nine episodes per season. No, I think it's like seven, seven, and eleven. It's not like at all notification um i should have put that on silence it's the 13th show there's bound to be mistakes so um, good girls i think you should do a little synopsis and give your opinion first because it's a very strong female cast you're a female last time i checked go for it thank you um actually, we check we check a weekly actually one annoying thing is that um it's oh yeah good girls i don't like it when women are referred to as girls but anyway it's I creepy suppose, isn't it I yeah think. but i suppose it, it Flows. It's like grown women dressing up as schoolgirls. Creepy. Yeah. Anyway. Um, no, so... actually, that's not creepy. What's worse? That is creepy. No, but also worse is when kids dress up as schoolgirls for fancy dress. Oh, yeah. Like, that's really weird. Like 15. You're, yeah, you're already a schoolgirl. <laughs> yeah. Why are you, you're not, there's no thought gone into it. But yeah. anyway, I digress. Go for it. Anyway. Um, so, um, yeah, it's three mothers who um, find themselves in a bit of a, a financial sitch. Um, Situation, for those who don't know the street, yeah. lang, the street <laughs> lang, the street slang. It's the 13th show. There's boundary mistakes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to say that a lot, aren't I? Um, and, yeah, they they have no, uh, no other option but to... You can say that crime. Break some rules and, um, yeah, get their hands on some cash. In a we can say rubber very... shop. That's okay, not gonna. Yeah. I mean, the trailers show that straight away. So yeah, you, yeah. they rubber shop. They, there's lots of different crimes. It escalates and escalates and it escalates. It really does. Um, Quite quickly, at some points. Yeah, um, they end up finding themselves um, in with this gang, and um, it's actually really funny as well. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's got a bit of everything. It's very uh, Dexter-like, and it's got a very um, what's the other one I like? Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Because you're rooting for they're, they're doing, doing bad, bad things, yeah, but, but you don't mind. Yeah, you just because there's worse. There's a worse person, and you think, yeah, he's the worst one. He should be punished, but he just keeps getting away with things, doesn't he? Yeah, and you just yeah, you just want them to uh, yeah get away with things. Great cast. Can't fault anyone on the acting. You no. literally can't fault anyone, even the people who've got tiny little cameos and yeah one line bits everybody is unfortable some really good uh, background acting in it as well really good they're really we haven't even complimented some of the acting in the background has been spot on but one person i've got to mention matthew lillard lillard from scream as we remember him mostly uh and Sc- yeah scary movie not scream. no scream uh, yes yeah, scream yeah it's scream it is scream scary movies the spoof of it 
Yeah. That's right, it's the 13th show. There's bound to be mistakes. <laughs> um, he's also Scooby Doo. Raggy? No, he wasn't Scooby Doo. No, he, he was Shaggy. Well, let's get out of here, Scoo. Yeah, yeah, guys. You did that on purpose. Yeah, of course. Didn't I you? Did. So you could do both. Um, he is normally, I'd say, a bit of a, a light relief, a clown. Yeah. Also, often taking the Mickey out of, and he's a bit, he's well, never he's... strong, like, forceful character. Well, he's just always. a really good comic actor. Yeah, he's isn't great. He? Um, but he's, he's not comedy in this. Oh, is my he? God. He's so, he's so good. When he, he like cries, the emotions, everything, you're really drawn in. Brilliant, mm. isn't he? Yeah, really uh, good. I thought he should get a special mention. And the, there's two really strong kid actors in it, and the three, the main cast, obviously, faultless. Um, but you, it's often you don't see great children actors. They sometimes annoying. But these two, pretty good, aren't they? Yeah. In particular, the 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 lad. Yeah. So um, one of the characters is um transgender and is played in real life as well. Yeah, played by a transgender actor. Um, and it's just really nice that it's not actually, they didn't make it like a, a big thing in the storyline. It no. was just like casually thrown in. Um, it's nice. Yeah. They, they, uh, they want to be called him at some point and it just slowly fits into the story, doesn't it? Yeah. Just, you know, by the way, there you go. Um, really nicely done and touched on it perfectly. Yeah. And I think that's the whole thing. Everything is touched on in that show perfectly. It's done with great grace and style it's good and it's funny and it's girls <laughs> it's good girls uh moving from good to absolutely awful i'm not going to say much about it it's called he's out there you're in the bath i thought i'd whack something on that i knew you wouldn't really want to watch i'd give yeah. it a try he's out there i don't really care if he is he's probably out there because he doesn't want to be stuck with anybody else in the house because you're all really crap at acting the show the film is rubbish i was going to go and mention a few people in it no you don't deserve it he's out there don't watch it in fact, get the DVD if you got it and throw it out there. Leave it. Actually, while you while you were watching that really awful film, oh my which goodness. I knew it would be awful. Um, Lisa didn't watch something you wanted to watch. Yeah, that's true. There you go. Um, I was in the bath watching the uh, Frozen 2 documentary, Into the Unknown, which Ooh. is amazing. Which is in the, in the bath, the amount of different bath bombs we got free from Lush by seeing, when I was busking outside. It's always into the unknown. We never know what flavour we're going to drop in a bath bomb. I don't think uh, I don't the think they're known thing. as flavours. Well, that have one, you it, been drinking the bath water again? The other, the other week, that bath bomb, that one made it look like I had a whole bath of them. Um, that stuff that it's very American. They always slurp it. it. Uh, Pepto Bismol. Yeah, it looked like a whole bath of Pepto Bismol. Uh, Lush, if you're listening, I can't wait to get busking again because we're running low on bath bombs, and you always give us, you always come out and really generous to us. Our local Lush, we sing outside, and I get that. Um, but anyway. How yeah. was it, how was the going into the unknown? It's a documentary about something that's but, quite not very, uh, you know. We've talked about it. So you like the film, but it's yep. not it's not going to be gritty, is it? Is it a gritty documentary? Well, yeah, because actually, one thing I'm going to mention, um, my favorite song from Frozen Two, "Show Yourself," the one that gets me all teary. Mm -hmm. It almost didn't make it into the film. Oh my goodness! They had troubles with "Show Yourself." Well, because every time they said it, Josh Gad exposed himself. Apparently, he showed himself. Josh Gad's not even in that I bit. know, but I just didn't. That's the only actor I could think of in the whole thing. So is it good? Yes, it's very good. So on Disney Plus, watch it. Cheers. Well, we have been keeping these listeners waiting an entire week for this next bit. They've come back just for that? Yeah. Um, it, it's Does that mean they won't listen next week? Possibly not. Oh, um, Thanks for staying too. Well. It's your jokes. We did mention last week, but we couldn't squeeze them in, could we? So we're going to fit them in this week. Yeah. That is perfect. That's right. And it was um, dyslexia because the person who wrote in, um, may I say you wrote in perfectly. I could read everything, but maybe it's because I'm dyslexic. It read well to me. Or maybe they use that uh, speech to text thing like you do, you know, the little Siri. <laughs> you'll It's weird. You'll randomly, if you're around me, at some point I'm trying to type something, you'll literally just hear me say a random word into the speak thing like i'll say restaurant or whatever and uh just to get the spelling right but it is weird because if i ever do it when i'm around my mum, yeah she does what she it? plays a word association yeah she's like timmy mallet bash on the head like this bash on the head like a word association game um you you know it's weird but it's fun it's a thing mum does yeah so if i went restaurant she'd be like food yeah and i'll be like mom i'm trying to do the voice thing salad <laughs> yeah. dessert are you hungry mother um so yeah so uh yeah dyslexia uh, actually is, before we go into yeah. uh the jokes because last week, I can't remember how we got onto the subject of it, actually, when we were talking about dyslexia. Because I said, yeah, I said dyslexia. Why make a word that's so tricky to spell oh, yeah. something that is about Yes, that? and then I said there's a phobia of long words that is a long word. 
um, I said I'd uh, have a little uh, look oh, yes, into you, it. You've had it's a quiet week, had a research. And, yep. uh, I mean, I looked word? into what the word is, not how to pronounce it. So, ting. Oh, we haven't got a ting sound yet. Uh, what is that long word? It is hippopotamonstrosequiptialophobia or something to that effect. And that is a word for fear of long words. Fear of long words. How um, many? How many? It's got like what's that? Thirty-seven. You read that somewhere, didn't Characters. you? Characters, yeah, I read it somewhere after you told or me. Or have you just turned into the Rain Man? I'm the Rain Man. Um, which I think is funny. I always watch Wapner on Thursdays. Thursdays it's Wapner night. I'm a good driver. I'm a good driver. Also, we share Dustin Hoffman. Who knows? We might be related. If so, nah. Dustin Hoffman, if you're listening, send us some cash. Um, what I love about this word, actually, is that it's got hippopotamus and monstrous in it. So to make a, some to big just, things. Yeah. They should have thrown whale in as well. Not whaling, like, wah, wah. Not whaling, you know, whale. Oh, no, whales creep me out. Hey, it's a nice place to visit. No, a lovely no. countryside. No, I mean, like, the actual animals. In fact, I actually think that I do have a phobia of whales. because even if Again, it's... it's a nice place. <laughs> no, not the place. They have long words, I'll give them that. Oh, they really do. Oh, no, you mean whales. Isn't... You don't like water or stuff underwater anyway. No, but, oh, there's, there's that scene in, is it Finding Nemo, <laughs> where he goes into the whale, or oh, he goes into the... Oh, Mm, yeah, I can't even think about it. Pinocchio as well, I get swallowed up by it. Yeah. 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 Mm. It's weird that your main fear is cartoon versions of whales, isn't it? You're not well, you ready don't... to watch the real thing, are you? <laughs> you don't really... Oh, oh, it's making me feel queasy. You're, but you're happy I when think... Meg is smashing against the side trying to get in, aren't you? That's a shark. Oh, that's fine, man. Um, so... Anyway, dyslexia jokes. <laughs> yeah, dyslexia jokes. Which you can make because you are dyslexic. Yeah, I normally do three, but I said as it's been two weeks, I'll oh, add yeah. an, extra, an extra bonus joke bonus in. Bonus joke. <laughs> Or as I would spell it, bonus joke, because I'm dyslexic. Technically, that's another joke. As long as it's not boner joke. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I can't believe it. We're going to have to put a rating on because of that. Okay. Well, who knows? You may be excited by these four jokes. Okay. Joke one. <clears throat> a dyslexic man walks into a bra. <laughs> into a bra. <sighs> it's just, it's not on a person at the time, is it? I can't divulge any more than that. <laughs> Were you the dyslexic man? Were you the bra? <laughs> yes, okay. I was. Okay. Joke two. Did you hear about the dyslexic devil worshipper? He sold his soul to Santa. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> okay. If life gives you melons, this is number three, by the way. If life gives you melons, then you're probably dyslexic. Oh. And four, the bonus joke. Can you can you make Melonade. Yeah, probably. Just out of curiosity. Have a search. Come back next week and we'll let you know about melonade. No, we won't. It's ridiculous. You probably can. Rosie's recipe for... <laughs> melonade. Melonade. Oh, it doesn't... It sounds like melatonin, doesn't it? <laughs> Don't want to put that in a glass. Okay. Joke four. Did you hear about the dyslexic insomniac agnostic? No, I did not hear about the dyslexic agnostic insomniac. Exactly. Well, he stayed up all night wondering if there really is a dog... You know, dog backwards is actually God. I do. That's why that joke is funny. Yeah. Oh, I just trying to throw in a fact, <laughs> an extra fact. Ah, and there's your jokes. Word fact. <laughs> You're listening to T for two with Adam and Leanne. Why couldn't I say my own name? It just didn't work out right. Leanne. Adam. Well, there it is. Thirteenth episode Hang done. On. Hang on. What's the matter? That new little. Uh, Little bit in between the segments. Oh, little, no, not in between the segments. They are in between the oh, segments. Oh, yeah, they are. They are. Yeah. Yeah. How is. come I didn't? By the way, get... you're very, very enthusiastic in that last yeah, recording. Yeah, because I thought I had better words, but listening back to it, I didn't have any of the good words. You know, like in Friends. Yeah, oh, what? When, when they're doing the answer machine. Yeah. Is it Phoebe? Doesn't get any of the good words, does she? I think Rachel doesn't get. Rachel doesn't. Oh, oh, I, I don't, don't know. Oh. oh. Oh, one of those. <laughs> one of the characters doesn't get a good. Base. It's one of the two characters that are in that scene. <laughs> exactly. Nicely done. Good review of Friends there. Um, so yeah, that sometimes, like I say, that sometimes happens that way. It's hmm. not my fault. Yeah. Blame whoever thought of writing that and giving you those words. Uh, that was you. It was one of us. Let's not get bogged down with it. Anyway, so uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Very kind of you to tune in again, as always. And thanks to our wonderful guest, uh, Chris White. Yeah. Um, 
Um, now, apparently he won't be doing uh, aeroplane noises at the end of the show because, well, they didn't really come across well on the phone, did they? No, but if you ever meet Chris White in person, uh, next year go to War and Peace show uh, at the Hot Farm Paddock Wood. And just, if you find Chris White, walk up to him and go, give us a plane impression. And he'll have to do one because, say, I heard you on the podcast, give us a plane impression. Now, speaking of War and Peace, don't forget Ooh. to uh, tune in on Saturday That's for us. For, we'll be doing a live stream actually at the site, which will make it a bit more fun. Yep, if it rains, that'll be fun as well. Oh. And uh, yeah, Wednesday and Thursday, there'll be two other fantastic acts. We've got uh, the Dulcets on Thursday and Ms. Peggy Rose, Ms. Peggy on, Rose Wednesday. on Wednesday. You all know those uh, fabulous ladies. They've all been on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so like a yeah. who's who, isn't it, on this show? The, uh, the link will be in the description. So tune in. Stay well and stay safe. Podcast.